peace of our Lord be with you. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a son against his father and a daughter against her mother. Once read out loud in church, those words from today's gospel lesson become as difficult to ignore as they are hard to hear. The same Jesus who is reported to have said in the gospel of John, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, saying here in the Gospel of Matthew, do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. In one verse, Jesus promising to bring us peace, while promising in another verse, to bring to our lives not peace, but a sword. Our devotion to the words and way and spirit of Jesus, sometimes coming even between us and those we love. All of which sounds so painful that when some of us do hear the whisper of the Holy Spirit, when some of us do see new light on old truth, we carry it unspoken, hidden away for years. Because we know that once we come out and say from the rooftop the truth we have heard in the Holy Spirit's whisper, it may cause for us the kind of conflict Jesus said he might cause in today's gospel lesson when Jesus said, I have come to set a son against his father and a daughter against her mother. I imagine that some of us may have had that experience. The experience of hearing the whisper of the Holy Spirit of seeing new light on old truth in the dark and quiet corners of prayer. 
and then hiding our light under a bushel, taking what we have heard in a whisper down to the basement instead of up on the roof, never letting on that our thoughts and beliefs have grown and changed for fear that what we have come to believe might separate somehow us from those we love in the way that Jesus seems to be describing in this gospel passage. Parker Palmer says a powerful and amazing thing about all of that in his book, A Hidden Wholeness, easily one of the ten most important books I've read in my life. Tucked away somewhere in Parker Palmer's book, A Hidden Wholeness, he says that in our efforts to keep from being separated from others by the truth we have come to see from God about God, we inevitably become separated from ourselves. By falling silent concerning the whispers we've heard in the dark, by taking them to the basement instead of to the roof, In our effort to keep from becoming separated from others, we become separated from our true selves. I cannot speak for you, but that has absolutely been the story of my life. Of course, I have to remind myself, and I often do, that, that you, all, you all didn't grow up where I grew up or how I grew up, so I, I often have to remind myself that Things that were just big, huge discoveries for me are not big, huge discoveries for everyone. And I understand that, but I mean, for example, I mean, by the time I was, I guess, in my early to mid-twenties, I had heard the whispers of the Spirit which told me that God calls people to ministry without regard for whether they happen to, to be male or female. But I don't know how many years it was before I ever said out loud that I knew that it was true, that God calls people to ministry without regard for whether they happen to be male or female. But for the first few or several years after I heard that whisper of the Spirit, I, I buried that light in the backyard. I hid it under a bushel. I took it to the basement because I was afraid that if I took it to the roof, and said out loud what I knew to be true, it would come between me and 
all the people who had raised me, nurtured me, formed my life. Who wants to appear ungrateful or disloyal to those persons who have invested their best in you? And so, instead of going straight to the roof with the whisper we have heard, we go straight to the basement. It was the same for me when I heard that whisper of the Spirit which told me that homosexuality is a human difference, not a spiritual sin. How many years did I carry that word from the Spirit hidden, tucked away, never letting on that I knew better than what I had always said. Ah, Parker Palmer is right. In our efforts to keep from being separated from others, we, we become separated from our own most deep and true self. Of course, not everything we hear in a whisper is necessarily the voice of the Spirit of God. We have to be careful to discern the voice of the Spirit of God from, from all the other voices that are clamoring incessantly for our attention, prayerfully testing what we believe to be new light on old truth in an effort to be as sure as one ever can be in this life that what we think and believe we have heard in a whisper isn't just the echo chamber of our own opinions. One test of what we hear in a whisper is whether or not what we genuinely believe we have heard in a whisper from the Spirit stretches us to show more love to more people. As Richard Rohr has wisely said, if our theology is causing us to become smaller in our embrace of others instead of larger in our embrace of others, then we have every reason to question our theology. My way of saying that is that smaller is not the way the embrace of a Christian grows. Because in is not the way the wind of the Spirit blows. Watch the wind of the Spirit. Go back to three weeks ago on Pentecost Sunday when the wind of the Spirit blew in to Jerusalem. 
and then read the rest of the book of Acts starting there. Pentecost Sunday is the one and only time the wind of the Spirit blew in. The rest of the way, the wind of the Spirit blows out, redrawing the map of our welcome until the circumference of our circle of love and concern matches the circumference of God's circle of love and concern. The God who was every bit as concerned about the welfare and future of Ishmael as God was concerned about the welfare and future of Isaac. And because the Jesus we follow and in whose name we were baptized is the ultimate incarnation and embodiment of that God, the deeper we go in our life with Jesus, the wider we grow in our love for the world. Across your lifetime, as you've been getting closer and closer to Jesus, as you've been praying and reading and maintaining your robust devotional life, if you've ever wondered why the deeper you go with Jesus, the wider you grow in your embrace of the world, that's why. The, the deeper we go with Jesus, the wider we grow in our love and concern for and embrace of the world because the Jesus in whose name we were baptized and to whom we have given our lives is the embodiment and the incarnation of the God whose name and nature is love. So, of course, in our life of prayer and devotion, the whispers of the Spirit are always stretching us to a wider wingspan of love and care and concern for all others. And, and when we take what we have heard in a whisper and, and say it out there in the light, then all of our responses and, and reactions and our words and texts and emails and posts 
they all just become the outflow and the overflow of what we've heard in the whisper of the Spirit and the quiet of our lives.